everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week we take on the Netflix original movie, Someone Great. Someone Great. Who's it gonna be? I don't know, Someone Great. Maybe it's gonna be Matt. Maybe it's gonna be Nate. Maybe mm. it's gonna be me. <laughs> uh, okay, so this movie... Oh. Wait, what's the thing that I used to say? I can't, I don't think I've been saying it. Silence your cell phone. Uh huh. Your discretion is advised, and now your feature presentation. Uh, okay, so good news, you guys. I will expect applause. Same writer director. This was written and directed by Jennifer Caton Robinson. Not Caitlin. Caton. What? We just watched uh, J-Law videos, and so you said Jennifer, and I thought Lawrence. (laughs) Uh, She has three writing credits since 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before this, she did a... She created a show called Sweet Vicious. Hmm. And after this, she has written Thor Love and Thunder, the new Thor movie that's coming out. Oh, okay. So, overall pretty great career so far yeah not bad and then her this was her directing debut since she has directed one episode of love life which i think is that anna kendrick show that's coming on like hbo or showtime Hmm. or one of the one of those um one of those expensive tv channels one of them you gotta pay special for the star of this movie was gina rodriguez she played jenny jenny she has 53 credits since 2005 you go ahead and tell me okay before this she was in uh a lot of like one episode things she was in law and order 10 things i hate about you the series that was on abc family Mm. army wives she had like a three episode arc in that happy endings one episode the mentalist one episode the bold and beautiful 15 episodes Mm. rosalie and isles one episode annihilation which was the movie with natalie portman Mm -hmm. and uh tessa thompson and she was in one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was in her own movie, Miss Bala. She was, like, the star of it. Okay. And then uh, she also was in Jane the Virgin before this and after this. And because okay. of the way IMDb sets it up, it showed it after this. But I know mm-hmm. that this overlapped. Okay. Um, she has starred in Carmen Sandiego, the series. Mm-hmm. She voices in Big Mouth and Diary of a Future President. Mm-hmm. And she was Velma in the new Scooby-Doo movie, Scoob. So, also... Well, I won't fault her for the new animation style. I liked the movie. I thought it was hilarious. I have not watched the movie. Uh, we watched it with the kids. I love Scooby-Doo. mad about... I just don't like the new animation style. I don't even know if it's that way in that movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't really fault you because I don't watch anime because I don't like the art style. Oh, I'm very picky. Mm-hmm. Zach will turn something on, and I'll be like, no. No, that doesn't work for me. No, I don't like the way this looks. Um, Lakeith Stanfield okay. played Nate. He's not ugly. Nope, he ain't ugly. Uh, he has 39 credits since 2008. Before I'm mad this, at him, though. <laughs> yeah. Before this, he was in Short Term 12. That was oh. his first movie. He was in the short, I think, that that got the movie off the ground and that movie starred um um captain miss captain marvel captain marvel brie larson yes she starred in that he was also in that 
Um, he was in Selma. He was in Straight Outta Compton. Mm-hmm. He was in Snowden. He was in Get Out, Death Note, Atlanta, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Hmm. Those are all pretty big projects. And then since this, he was in Uncut Gems, Knives Out, and Bojack Horseman. What? Zach uh, and his friends have recently started playing Conan again, and their tribe name is the Uncut Gems. Nice. Brittany Snow played Blair. Uh, She has 60 credits since 1994. Mm-hmm. Before this, she was in Guiding Light, The Pacifier, Nip Tuck. She had five episodes of Nip Tuck. Mm. John Tucker Must Die, which is the first thing I knew her from. Hairspray, Prom Night, Gossip Girl, just one episode. Pitch Perfect, Full Circle, which is this show that was on the Sundance channel mm-hmm. back when I had cable. <laughs> and I really a got long, into it. A long, time ago. A long, long time ago. It had, um, it was basically like 10 or 13 episodes. And every episode was just two people sitting down to dinner at the same restaurant. Like mm. every time it was the same restaurant. And it would be like, it had David Boreanaz in it, who played Angel. Oh, yeah. Um, he was like in the first and the last episode. So it was like him and a person, right? So person mm. A, person B. And then the next episode would be person B and person C. Oh. And then C and D. And then it would go all the way around until you come back to person A. And during the course of their dinner and they're talking about their lives and their situations, you're learning they're all interconnected in different and unexpected ways. Hmm. And it was like, it was one of those pretentious actor things, you know, mm-hmm. where like, it's never going to be on the CW. Right. <laughs> Spike television is never going to pick this up. But it was just an interesting, like, exercise in writing, directing, and acting. Mm. And it was good, and she was in it. Um, let's see. She was in Pitch Perfect 2, Workaholics, just one episode, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She had a three-episode arc, and Pitch Perfect 3. And since then, she's in a show called Almost Family. I don't know if it's been picked up, but it's based on an Australian show that was created by the people that created Offspring. Oh. Yes. I watched the Australian version. It only lasted one season. Oh. Yeah. I liked it, though. I really did. It was about... You remember the scandal about the fertility doctor who was, like, using his yes. own sperm? It's kind of based on that loosely. Okay, and yeah. So the show in Australia, I assume that the American version is the same... In Australia, it's called Sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's about his daughter, his real daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she, he dies, or he's he is dying. Uh-huh. And that comes out, and she's having to deal with it. And so she's trying to, like, spin it into this positive thing where she's just like, I have all these siblings. I've been an only child my whole life. So she, like, invites them to anybody that they think could be his, come get tested. We'll have, like, dinner and... Um, and then, of course, it spirals from there. It's like my worst nightmare. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Like, but it was an interesting... It. I could tell that it was... The emotional weight of it was there. You know what I mean? Like, it was funny and light, but it also had that, like, heart to it. And uh-huh. I, that's what I need in television shows. But she's in the American version, which I haven't tried yet, just because I really did like the Australian one. Um, DeWanda Wise played Aaron. She has 36 credits since 2006. Before this, she was in Law & Order Criminal Intent, just one episode. So all the three main ladies have been in Law & Order, a version of Law & Order. Um, SBU's the only one that matters. Uh, how dare you? The original Law & Order is uh, iconic. How dare you? <laughs> you know why they call it Special Victims Unit? Because they're special, bitch. Um... <laughs> But did anybody in Special Victims Unit try to put Baby in the corner? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. 
They put the baby in the corner of something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, so she was in One Life to Live, just one episode. The Unusuals, one episode. The Good Wife, one episode. Law and Order SVU, yes, one episode. Boardwalk Empire, one episode. The Mentalist, one episode. So, she's got a good agent. She's getting on TV. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, she's a good actress. I'm she's not discounting her. I'm just saying it, it takes a good agent also. She's got a really good face. I like her Yes. Face. She's got a great cheekbones. And I liked her energy. Yes. Um, since then, she's been in the Twilight Zone one episode. She's got to have it 19 episodes. I thought that was a movie from the 90s, but I guess it's a show now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Jurassic World Dominion, she's going to be in that. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. The Oscar winner of 2019, because this movie just came out last year, was Green Book. Mm. Now, because it was just last year, I didn't do any year trivia. I feel like you probably know what was up last year. You know what was up last year, guys? We all thought it was terrible, and it turns out that it was pretty okay. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Uh, The movie trivia. Taylor Swift wrote a song titled Death by a Thousand Cuts, inspired by this film, on her seventh studio album, Lover. Oh. Yeah. Uh, This movie had the uh, emotion in it that if I were a songwriter, I could understand being inspired. Yes. It made me feel things. Gina Rodriguez and Joe Lo Cicero, who played Paul. Now, they say that in the trivia, like, I'm supposed to know who Paul is. I looked him up, and I still, like, I kind of remember him being in it, but I don't remember anything about. Was he? No, that was his name. He wasn't Blair's boyfriend? No, no, that guy's from SNL. Hmm. Uh, But they're married in real life. I think he might have been, like, one of the college friends that was, like, at the party, and they might have called him by name, but otherwise, or maybe he was at the drug dealer, or the guy who was trying to sell the wristbands that didn't have him anymore. Maybe he was at his house. Maybe. I mean, he's hot, but him and uh, the girl that played Jenny are married in real life. Also, she and Rosario Dawson, who played uh, Nate's cousin Hannah... Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know who Rodolfo Dawson is, but uh, they worked together in several episodes of Jane the Virgin. I didn't know that Rosario Dawson was in that. I've seen the first like two or three seasons of Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's intentionally overly dramatic, like it's fashioned after a telenovela. Yeah, it's funny though. It's very funny, but I just I have to take it in short spurts. I can't just sit down and binge everything like I can a show like The Americans, where I can just like sit and watch, 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 watch. Um, Let's see. Anybody named Paul in the cast? Three characters in this film share first names with characters on Gossip Girl, which also takes place in New York. The names are Nate, Jenny, and Blair. If you guys can hear my children, I apologize. They are being real loud right now. (laughs) But they're downstairs, so they've done their job of staying out of our hair. Okay. So far. I know that I am making a conscious effort not to do a play-by-play, but it's so fucking easy to get into that rhythm. So what do we want to talk about? Okay. First of all, I, let's, I'll, I'll start us. Um, when I was on IMDb and I was looking at this, one I just glanced over. I didn't read the whole review, but there was a review, and the first line of it was talking about how the three friends, mm-hmm. uh, their chemistry wasn't believable. He didn't see, or she, I don't know who wrote it, um, 
didn't understand how they would be friends in real life. Because college. Yes. That's... You make friends early. Yes. And then you guys will evolve as people, but you still have that foundation of friendship. Yes. I thought they were totally believable. I loved their chemistry. I did too. And it felt like it was drawing on a history. Yes. So I thought that that person was full of shit, but I wanted to hear what you had to say about it. Because college. Mm. You know what we should do? We should start pulling reviews on IMDb Mm -hmm. that are like, really liked it, really didn't, and see what we agree and disagree about. Oh, that could be fun. That could be fun. Like, spice up our life a little. Spicy. Spicy. (laughs) Um... I personally really liked this movie. Um, I saw the trailer before it came out, and it had that Lizzo song right when it was starting to get really popular, and them dancing around and singing to it, and I was like, I have to see this, and I watched it the weekend it came out. I loved it, but it wasn't a movie that I wanted to watch again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not while you were sleeping to me. Right. And that's just because it hurts. Like, this movie hurts. It does hurt. But I like the message of it. I feel like the theme is that, you know. You're a strong, independent woman. You don't need no man. Kind of, yeah. It's just like you, in a relationship, you either grow together or you grow apart. Yes. And if you grow apart, that's okay. You just need to keep growing. Yep. And it doesn't mean that either of you are bad or wrong. Right. It just means you're not right for each other not anymore anymore. and uh the chemistry between the girls was in fact i think the the greatest strength of this movie is the chemistry between every single character yeah i thought it was all really natural yes like her and nate i believed it oh that's why it hurt yeah oh that's why it really hurt and then um blair and matt Oh, yeah. I believed it. And Blair and the boyfriend where neither of them were actually happy. Yes. And they were both faking it. Yes. Yes. Totally. Totally believed it. it. Even when uh, RuPaul was in it. Oh, I loved it. I loved them interacting with RuPaul. Yes. I liked uh, the guy that tried to sell them the wristbands. How he like, was hilarious. Yeah, I don't actually have those anymore, but <laughs> you three were pretty cute, and I thought maybe <laughs> he um, he's a stand-up comedian, and oh, he has he? this bit where he is he looks pretending like a baby. Yeah, oh yeah, he's so cute though. Um, but he's pretending to be a frat boy who's a feminist, and he's explaining feminism. Oh boy! And it's very funny. I actually watched it today because it just popped up. I went. I watch a lot of stand-ups on yeah. um, Facebook, and I guess because I've been looking up stuff for someone great, mm-hmm. he popped up, and I was like, "That's a funny bit. I'll watch that again." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say that the story is pretty straightforward yeah i think uh best format is like intro summary and then discuss okay so basically do you want to go the summary because i feel like i've talked 98 percent of the time i feel like you could probably give a better summary but i can do it (laughs) all right so It's told not completely in order, but the idea is that Jenny and Nate have been together for nine years. Yes. 
And they are good together. Right. She's 29. So yes. She met him when she was still in college. Of her life. Yes. And uh, she wanted to write about music. And she's worked really, really hard. And she's gotten places. And she just got a job offer for Rolling Stone, which is, like, huge if you're writing about music. Mm-hmm. But she has to move to San Francisco. And as a result she and Nate break up. And so she is leaving this relationship that's taken up a third of her life. She's leaving a city that she's lived in her entire adult life and her she's two best friends. best friends. And she's moving into her 30s. It's a whole different chapter of her life. And it's just about saying goodbye and learning what you're going to take with you and what you have to leave behind. Yes. That's much more eloquent than <laughs> what I would have said. <laughs> Jenny said. Jenny big said. <laughs> Blair Big Bang. <laughs> that was one of my favorite, like the ba- bad Blair. Bad Blair. Yes. Bad Blair. Bad yes. Blair. Bad Blair. I loved how she was just like, no, no, Bad Blair's not coming out to play. No, no, I'm an adult. No, but instead, I'm gonna go fuck somebody and then lie about it. <laughs> That's not Bad Blair. No. That's just me. That's me. <laughs> Mario, it's a me. Um, I really like the message of this movie. I did too. I'm gonna go ahead and say that like, this is totally like growing up in a society that's ruled by the patriarchy. But when she at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. when she's at the fountain. And Nate walks up, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I didn't think you'd be here. And then, or I knew I'd find you here. Something. Something along those lines. And then he's like, I can't live without you. I'm not even a person without blah, you. Blah, blah, blah. We can make it work. I was like, yes, spoon feed me. All yes, the feelings. Yes. I don't know that that's necessarily a patriarchy so much as it's the rom-com well, format. When it wasn't, when that was not the facts, mm-hmm. I was sad. Yeah. And I feel like that's the patriarchy. And then I was like, no. I was like, she's a strong woman. She doesn't need him. He ain't shit. <laughs> Because I've been there. <laughs> Not there. When he says that... When he says, I'm not even a person without you, I felt that. Like, the end of the movie, the last, like, ten minutes, I felt all of it. Uh, I felt it all deeply. Uh, um, and we texted and a like, little every bit. every time she had a memory, I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it picks up where we're seeing them really early in their dating life. Yeah, and, and it's cute, and it's new. Yeah, she's like, was that your first neon classic? And I thought she said neoclassic, which I thought was some kind of, like, film thing. <laughs> and it, that's not what it was. But he's like, no, it was just my first one with you. And it's cute, and mm-hmm. it's sweet, and they're laughing, and they're playful. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately cut to she's at the subway crying about them breaking up. Yes. And the girl. I love her. She's also a stand-up. Yeah, she's, she's in so that funny. Allie Wong's uh, yes. Netflix movie. She, she thanks her for calling it a thigh gap. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> she's very funny. She is very funny. And uh, I need she, to watch her stand-up. Yeah. She's married to this, like, um, Norwegian guy. Uh, and so they have a lot of, like, 
discussions about culture and race that are interesting that she talks about. Nice. Um, But she talks, she says, I feel like we're a before and after picture (laughs) right now. (laughs) It's funny because that part's in the trailer. Yes. And I thought that they were friends. Yeah. But they're not. No. She's just a stranger. She probably contributed, knows the writer or something because she was just too... She was so good. I wanted more of her. Yeah. And when she's like, I'm kind of done with this conversation. (laughs) Yes. I've thought that so many times. Yeah. But I've never just gotten up and been like, okay, bye. Yeah. Well, she was drunk, so I I can understand. Jenny was drunk. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. "Mm, Bye. All right. Little drunk girl. Yeah. So... Over the course of the movie, you know, they start to pull apart their relationship a little. And she mm-hmm. she said, the end of the movie, they kind of pull out the line that, like, our relationship wasn't perfect. Yeah, it's not just the move. Yeah. That that was just what broke the camel's back. But it does seem like the main point of contention was her career. And yeah. how um, she was willing to sacrifice things for it, like time with him. Social time. Social time, yes. Um, Which I'm fine with. Like, if you are working different schedules and you have a limited time together, I can understand how that's going to wear at you. Yeah. But in general, I don't really. Yeah. Because it's not even a job for her. It's her career. Right. You've got to. You have to have somebody who either matches or understands your ambition yes because otherwise they're gonna hold you back what does Erin do is she a realtor because she says something Uh, really early on and then we don't hear about her career i where's my phone i think that i put in my notes because before i caught there yeah uh yeah because her girlfriend has the clothes store so mm-hmm. she's the realtor yeah because before i got their names that's how i described them um one thing that i think is the mark of a good it's you know movies are a collaboration and tv but i think movies may be bigger because tv has directors that come and go and a writing staff whereas like there's a writer there's a director and then there's the cast for movies. And, you know, the writer writes the words, the actor brings them to life, but the director is the one that chooses which cut they're going to choose. You know what I mean? Like, right. they'll say the line ten different ways, and yeah. they're the one that puts the puzzle together to make the full picture. So it's a full collaboration. And um, one thing that I liked, and I, I don't know that it was the writing or the acting or what the director chose, but or you kind of get an idea of... Combination. Yeah. Uh, well, the writer and the director were the same. Oh, right. Well, so, yeah. Um, you immediately know when Blair's boyfriend comes out. Oh, she's annoyed. She's like, oh. Uh. You immediately know that, like, she is not into him. No. There's no. There's no sexual chemistry. There's no affection, really. You can, you know that they've just been in a relationship so long that they've become complacent with each other. It's and comfortable. They're, they're comfortable. But, like... And comfortable is a good place to be until it's not. Well, comfortable is fine as long as there's still something else to it. You yes. know? Like, I'm very you comfortable with Luke. You gotta have some spice. But, like, also... 
you gotta have some some spice. heat. A little, a little of that Thai chili. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like uh, the difference between sitting on a fire or sitting in a comfortable car seat. Mm-hmm. What you want is the heated car seat. That's that yeah. middle ground where you got a little bit of passion, but you also got some comfort. Yeah. That's a perfect metaphor. You're all welcome. You can use it. That's what you're looking for in the perfect partner. <laughs> exactly. A heated They'll car keep seat. your ass warm. <laughs> Even if that requires smacking it every once in a while. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the only time she's actually really affectionate with him is when Aaron is giving her shit about how, like, yes. they're still together. And yes. she's like, <laughs> yeah. Even their kiss, their pop kiss is so uncomfortable. It really, and he, it's so icky. Mm-hmm. It's so icky, because he's like, oh, I love you. Oh, I'm going to go clean your room and do all these things yes. to get him and well, what do you want for breakfast? He's an odd stop. duck. Stop. No, that's... Stop. Don't do that. I mean, make me breakfast, but don't be like that. Um, what do you think about the way that Jenny's friends supported her post-breakup? Uh, I mean... I think overall it was all right. Yeah. Like... Nine years is a long fucking time, and... I feel like they kind of took her lead. Yeah. Where she's just like, I don't want to stop moving. They're like, okay, we're not going to stop moving. Yeah. And then... But when she was about to do something dumb, like approach him in the club... They're like, wait. They're like, eh... Wait. You're going to regret this tomorrow, and so, like, we're... You're high. Yeah. And you don't want to do this. Exactly. Like, you're impaired. You wouldn't do this if you were sober. Like, I'm right. just trying to keep your best interests in mind. Right. And that's, like, that's some real friend shit, too. Because it's real easy to just be like, oh, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, sure, I'll be right here when you're done. It's it's a, a fine line to walk between telling, like, because you're on the outside. This is, when I help the girls dance and I get them, like, hey, you know, your, your leg keeps spinning when you do that back walkover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they want to argue with me about it. I'm like, look, it might feel like it's straight, and you know that because you're on the inside, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look straight. And I know that because I'm on the outside. Right. So, like, you can tell me all the things that you feel on the inside because I'm not going to know. Right. But you got to trust me when I tell you what's on the outside because you can't see it. I can. Right. And I feel like when you're helping someone through something really deeply emotional, it's the same kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, I have a little bit of distance mm-hmm. and you're really close to it. Mm-hmm. And so like, it might feel like the right thing to do, but I really want you to try to take a step back. Some perspective. And I'm a bit of a control freak, so it's extra hard for me to like, not be like, you shouldn't do that. Please stop. Don't do that. It really, I think it depends on the situation That's for true. me. Because some people I'm like, do it. Go ahead. Do it. Please. I wish you would. I wish you would. Please. <laughs> but then there are people who I'm like, no, really, truly, I will fight you to get you to not do this <laughs> because I know how much you will regret it. Yes. Um, I thought that they they were good. When they come over after she's told them they broke up, a sad song comes on and she remembers when, they, when she met Nate. And now, 
I was the, I went back and forth on this. Junior year. Yes, she was still in college. She was like head over heels for Matt. Now, mm-hmm. had she and Matt had casual sex? I don't know. Because initially I thought he was her boyfriend. Well, I thought... But I don't think he ever was. I thought that he was just a boy that she liked. Okay. that I also that had a moment where I thought that was it. She, she had been sliding into his DMs. So they never and actually he had wasn't, sex, you think? Well, hold on. Okay. He wasn't responding. He was just leaving her on red. Mm-hmm. But then later, I think at the fountain, uh, when Blair is like, yeah, we had sex twice mm-hmm. today. <laughs> yeah. I think Aaron calls them coochie cousins. Yeah. So that would... that. Implies, Leads, yeah, that it but implies I, that they had a sexual relationship. I personally feel like there are levels because mm-hmm. in a perfect world, you want to be like, friends don't date friends' exes, but there are levels yeah, of exes. Like, there, she was with someone for nine years between being head over heels for Matt and Blair fucking him, so right. I feel like. Blair's good. But she yeah. seemed to be genuinely nervous. Well, sure. I mean... I don't know. I, I just don't think that's a... Or whatever. <laughs> I don't think that's a betrayal. No, I wouldn't. Not at that level. Mm-mm. Now, if she'd like... Also, Matt Had was, sex with Nate. He was a little bit of a sleazy hot, but he was... I put in my notes that he was sleazy hot. He is, but... I think I said skeezy. But the hot applies. But there's something weird about his teeth. Yeah. That just... I really liked threw his, it off his chemistry bit. with Blair, though. Oh, yeah. It was He hot. was like... He was like, oh, I bet you make him crazy, but I think you're worth it. Yeah. He's just like, he's like oh, dating oh. you would be a nightmare, but I still want to do it. He's like, I think you, you're the one for me. Yeah. I, and I also liked that uh, he did not play into her prissiness. No. Like, at all. And a girl like that needs a guy that's not going to be precious about her preciousness. Yeah, no. Like, somebody's just going to throw the dick hard. 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 He's going to fuck the pretentious out of her. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked them. Yes. He's going to wash it down the drain. Um, Erin, I was less invested in her relationship drama until she had that heart-to-heart with the girl. Yeah. And she's just like, I had a relationship in college. Yes. And when she explained it, I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. I have empathy for you now, because I honestly was just like. Sense. Like, you're kind of a dick. A I little bit. she breaks up with you. Like, you know? Yeah, a little bit. Like, you're earning the spring She's up. like, I want you to meet my friends. And you're like, no. Yeah. Like, you're the classic non-committal dude. Yes, I thought and that And I don't times. have a lot of pity for you, but, but 
I came around on it. Yeah, but once, I liked her otherwise. Once we got the reason why, I also liked her I liked, otherwise. Like her, because there were some times where she just that like I don't, she just was walking down the street and reached into her pockets, and there was a joint there, and she, and she was like, I don't know how old this is, but all right, we doesn't expire. It's like ketchup, highly favored and blessed. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I. As someone who has ketchup been through, doesn't expire. yeah, Blair's like it really does. She's like, then don't eat the ketchup in her fridge. Well, so, fair. Ketchup does expire, and so does fucking mustard. You guys, yes, condiments. It's I. It was a surprise to me too. <laughs> um, and then a couple years ago, I was like, what's this? An expiration date? Oh, this expired? Oh, no. Fucking two years ago? <laughs> um, when Luke and I broke up, and we had been together for like six years. No, that's not right. Like four, five years? Anyway, when I moved to a different town for a while, city, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever. Um, Village. Right. I moved 30 minutes away. Um, I, when she's just like, I can't stop moving. Yeah. Because if I stop moving, I'm going to think and I'm going to feel. And Aaron's like, okay, we just won't stop moving. Like that is a hundred percent, at least how I was dealing with that breakup. I was just like, I cannot stop. Right. Like I actually need to be tired when I go to bed. Otherwise. Otherwise, I'm not going to bed. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just felt like it was really real. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, she's so focused on this neon classic. And about halfway through the movie, when she runs into Hannah, we learn that he's going to be there. Yes. Which is also just, for one thing, that I could not identify with. Because when I went through a bad breakup like that... I did not want to see him under any circumstances. No. Especially feeling the way I was feeling. No. No. But I also wasn't moving across the country. You no. Know? That, yeah. And I was the one that broke off. So that, that, all those things are reasons. Yeah. When it was, you know, several people said, he broke up with you. He broke up with you. Yes. And I thought the reveal was going to be... This is originally when I watched it. But I thought the reveal was going to be that she broke up with him. Mm. Because I'm not sure. I think she says we broke up. Yeah. Several times. And everyone says he broke up with you. Right. So I thought it was going to be a thing where, like, she was the one that did the breakup. Because that's, by the way, not not devastating. <laughs> like. Right. When um, my ex and I broke up, I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. But. When people would ask, I'd just tell them that we broke up because we'd grown apart Mm -hmm. and we wanted different things from each other now. Yeah. And that was true, but I had come to that conclusion (laughs) and made the executive decision. Right. Uh, It was still a rough time, though, because five years when you're 20 is a long ass time. They run into Matt, and he offers to get them in to see the Neon Classic. Yes. And but Jenny, they found Craigslist tickets. Jenny's like, uh, actually, I just got you off of Rolling Stones, so I have connections. I don't need yours. Yeah. And I think that just came from a place of her already being vulnerable and oh, then running yeah. into another guy that like yeah, made her feel like sure. shit. And you're like, no. I don't need you. Yeah. 
Uh, Get out of here. So they found them on Craigslist. And as we mentioned before, they go to that guy's house. And he's, like, letting them eat. Yes. And he's asking what house they're in. Yeah, Hogwarts house. Yes. Uh, He said, let's see. She says, Jenny says, I think we're all Ravenclaw. And Aaron's like, bitch, I'm Hufflepuff. And um, Blair is low-key Slytherin. Slytherin with a a Ravenclaw line. She says, uh, I identify as a Slytherin with a moon in Ravenclaw. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're a Ravenclaw, right? I'm Ravenclaw, yeah. Yeah. You're Slytherin, right? I'm Slytherin as fuck. Yeah. I'm not saying it was obvious, but it wasn't not obvious. I don't know how it could not be. <laughs> if you met me, you've heard me talk about money. Uh, Luke's sister is also Slytherin. Yeah. That's why I just touched your tit once and became a bridesmaid. <laughs> she, you know, it's funny because... Slytherin um, stick together. Like the money thing, yes. But with Sarah, it's not about like dollar dollar bills it's like literally she is the cheapest person i know seriously like i will we were at ross one day and she found this shirt that she liked and mm-hmm. she's like if it's the right price i'll buy it and it was 4.99 4.99 bitch put it back God, i was like what were you this isn't goodwill what, what is were the you right yeah 4.99 for a shirt i like yes like I'm do you not know what playing. I do? I'll, I look at the price and then I calculate how many hours I have to work. Yes. In order to pay for it, mm-hmm. and then I decide if it's worth it. That Luke will, uh, if there's like an at-home project or whatever, he will calculate how long he thinks it's going to take him to do it, how much he makes on the hour, and uh, if that doesn't work out, he's going to hire someone to do it. And he's always done that, like before yeah. he started making like Bank. good money. Uh. But yeah, he is hilarious. He has so many good lines. But, um, and I wanted to type them all out, but I was just trying to like watch the movie. We mm-hmm. had a sleepover this week, so I had oh. extra kids in the house, and I was yeah. just trying to like watch the movie. Um, but he, his last line, Jenny takes the alcohol. Didn't she take a bottle of alcohol? Yes. Yeah. The expensive tequila, I think. Yeah, and he's like, I would have given it to you if you'd asked, but if you want to live your life by violence, go ahead. Yes, that was very funny. (laughs) He had so many funny lines. And then when they leave, uh, Blair's like, and I took this, and she pulls out what they refer to as the Beyonce weed. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They were like... Beyonce smokes this. Oh, yeah. And they got, uh, they pulled out a little bit of Bad Blair. Yeah. And she smoked the weed. And then they she like, goes, after smoking, then she goes to see, what's his face? So Matt. I wonder if she just had um, lowered, lowered inhibitions. inhibitions. But they'd already fucked, but still. As I said, I really liked their uh, their chemistry. And at the end, he was just like, by the way, I could only get general admittance. GA. administration uh, admission yeah uh i was saying admittance and that wasn't right uh <laughs> <Just> fucking <laughs> jesus christ no captain wow. principles just general um so he tells her after they had sex and she's, she's like, like that wasn't general admission sex that's right and that's when he's just like sorry it'd be a nightmare <laughs> i do it i do it 
I really liked how much he liked her. Yes. And how much she was like, no, ew, gross. But but also, but also she lock was like, the door. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, bad Blair. Bad Blair. Bad Blair. You know, also, uh, with regards to consent, he he's like, look, if you really want me to stop, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, just go. Is this when he ripped her tights or did he talk about ripping her tights when they had sex before? Um, I think he talked about it because I don't yes. think she was wearing tights. Yeah, he said. He just pulled um, down like she was wearing like some red. He asked if Jenny underwear. knows about them and she's like, there is no us. And he was like, uh, he says it was two years ago, a drunken night. He hasn't been able to stop thinking about ripping off her tights and in my notes i was like ripping off tights Ooh, bad blair <laughs> Ooh, girl that's funny uh okay so um i think we've hit all the highlights yeah we haven't talked a lot about jenny and nate uh we just get it sprinkled here and there yeah but you can tell you can tell that it it was nine years and that it started out so high. Yes. Well, they met and she just kind of got dissed by this guy and she's obviously feeling bad and he mm-hmm. pulls her out of that. He pulls her on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the night, she's not even thinking about Matt. No, who. and they're fucking. Yeah, and they're fucking. And then like she remembers when he told her that he loved her. Yes. And it was really awkward because she wasn't sure if she was ready to say it back. Right. And then she got in the shower. Yes. And he pulled her fully dressed under the water. He got soap in his eyes. It was... Their chemistry was really, really good. And and then later we saw... It falling fighting, apart. Yes. And it wasn't them just fighting about Seattle. It was about work, and it was about... Her not being present. Yes. Yes. I would be interested to know, did they ever say what he does? They had a text exchange Mm -hmm. towards the beginning of the movie, and I think one of his texts were, I got that job at the community center, Mm. and he was like, I couldn't have done it without you. Mm-hmm. In that very beginning montage. Yeah. But I think that's the only mm-hmm. bit we got. The There was a sex scene toward the end of their relationship, which was interesting. It was it seemed like it was right before they broke up. Mm-hmm. And it was like they had fought and they were uncomfortably in Having bed together. makeup sex. Yeah. And... But it seems like it was really fast and intense, and it didn't seem like she wasn't enjoying it, but it also didn't seem like she got off. Well, yeah. Like, her, they didn't even pull her shirt off. Yeah. Didn't even pull her panties off. They pulled them... To the side. Yeah. Been there. Been there. Yeah. It happens. Sometimes. <laughs> Usually it happens when it's, like, real hot and intense, but... In my experience, usually happens when you're teenagers and you're trying to be sneaky. Well, I didn't have that experience. Mine was definitely <laughs> past teenage years, but um, it's happened. But yeah, um, I didn't know how I was supposed to feel about that scene. Yeah. It didn't make me feel good. No, but I... But I've also... I've had sex like that, and it wasn't because my relationship was over, necessarily. It was because I just wasn't... 
I was still mad, maybe, or for Mm -hmm. whatever reason, my head wasn't in the game, and I was just Well, it's almost like that was the only way they were connecting in that moment. Yeah. Because as soon as it was done, they were, like, on the opposite sides of the room. She was sitting up and moving. I don't know. It's, uh, it was really. But then she, like, sat up, and she took her shirt off, and and she pulled, like, a robe on. Yeah, and he came behind her and held yes. her. But yeah, I feel like maybe at that point in their relationship, that was the place that they were connecting the most still was like, he knows her body. Yeah. She knows his body. Yeah. Everything else Yeah. was being pushed to the side. Um, I don't know. I never felt like any of the sex scenes or any of the scenes really in this movie were unnecessary or superfluous or gratuitous or anything but i just wasn't sure what they were trying to make me feel in the moment i i think that that it was it was all coming to an end yeah which is sad let's get into the real sad bits for me okay let's see there's a few and i think i put stuff in all caps in my notes i wish i would have done that i think i just at the end i was like this is sad the, they show the scene where they actually break up. And this is like in the last quarter of the movie. It's not really the end end. Yeah. And he breaks up with her. Mm-hmm. And she's devastated. They're both devastated. But she's definitely... he Since he's the one that pulled the plug, I think he had braced for it more than she had. Right. Um, so he's a little more stoic than she is. Yes. And she just falls apart. And she's begging him, please don't end us. Like. Yeah. And it's it's hard to watch. It's very hard to watch. And she tries to kiss him and he leaves. Uh, and it was it was just terrible. Yeah. I uh I related to that very seriously. Cause like six ish months before we actually broke up, we had a mock breakup mm. like that. Except uh, he he was Nate and I was Jenny and I successfully convinced him. And then six months later, I was like, no, you're right. No. And then he was like, no. But I think it's just because he wanted to be the breakupper. When they see each other and she mounts, I love you. Mm, That hurt. (laughs) When she is on the subway. Mm. And she's writing in her journal. Mm-hmm. And um, this, to me, was probably the part that made... I literally cried. Like, I cried. Aww. But she is writing in her journal, and she says... Uh, let's see. She just wants one more, one more kiss, one more day, one more meal. Time to be close, and if they added up the one mores, it would equal a lifetime, and she wouldn't have to let go, but that's not real. Mm. And then she says, when something breaks, if the pieces are large enough, you can fix it. Unfortunately, sometimes things don't break. They shatter. But when you let the light in, shattered glass will glitter. And, oh, I'm getting a little, like, misty-eyed. Yeah. Uh, that, that whole thing was just um, rough. Mm-hmm. But that part really stung for me. Yeah. You know, um, when 
Blair and Aaron find her. And she's, like, asleep on the fountain ledge. Yeah. And they talk for a minute, and then they get up to leave, and she's like, hold on. And she, like, projectile pukes into the fountain, (laughs) and then just walks off like it's nothing. Yeah. That's me. (laughs) I've been there several times. (laughs) Oh, boy. Christy's wedding. That was one of those times. Uh, John's a few times. Okay, so I like this movie. I would recommend it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, if you want to let us know how you feel about it, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. You can like us on Facebook, The Drama Mamas Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at The Drama Mamas Podcast. We're on Twitter at Drama Mamas Pod. And you can follow me specifically on Twitter at Norwegia. Yeah. Or you can follow me at Cookie Slayer with one in the cookie and the three in the slayer. I don't know why I said or like you have to choose. <laughs> It's me or Vicky. Only one. Um, but you can find all of that on our website, thedramamamaspodcast.com. Yes. And if you want us to cover a movie, let us know and we will get on it. Unless there was anything else, as always, remember to save the drama. For these mamas. Mm-hmm.